You didn't think we were going to do a whole podcast episode without having Liz Chavez of Mrs. Chavez Reads give us some of her book recommendations, did you? Well, here you go. In this bonus episode, Liz shares five inclusive books to add to our bookshelves now to encourage our kids' curiosity and love of reading. Enjoy. Hey, hey, this is Alexandra Young, and this is the Brave and Purposeful Women podcast. Women oftentimes find themselves lost in the messy middle of life. Kids, work, marriage, or health. I'm here to help you navigate it, to find your way, and to find magic in the mess, and to live your life well. The truth is, we can't have it all, all the time but we can have a hell of a lot if we simply shift out of survival mode and allow ourselves to thrive while pursuing a brave and purposeful life. We only have one life and I want to live it well. And I think you do too. I have mentioned that I have two kids, three and five. What are your recommendations? If I'm only adding like five books to my bookshelf for them, five new books for us, what are some of your recommendations for, for us? A very good question. So I did this summer, I put together two posts that I think are really helpful, but I think it's like nine books each, but it's a, it's a post of, um, I mean, I can make a highlight of it on my Instagram page, but it's like, a set of books for kids, three to five-ish picture books, and then a set of books for kids, uh, six to nine-ish picture books, that if you really bought them together, you would have, you would really expand the inclusivity of your library. But for your particular question, I picked five today. So, um, you're just hearing me, so I can't show you the books, but um, I picked five picture books. One is called You Hold Me Up by Monique Gray Smith, and it's an uh, she is an indigenous author, and the images are just so absolutely beautiful, and it talks about the ways in which um, this community hold each other up to take care of one another, and so it's wonderful exposure but then it's also a great way to teach your kids those same values like hey we're all on the same team we're trying to hold each other up here like help me out <laughs> um so that's you know one of um a good thing about using diverse literature is you can show kids another culture but then you can also use the lessons of that culture to teach them really good values another book is called a new kind of wild by Zara Gonzalez. Um, I don't know how to say her last name. Hong, maybe? She's amazing. I follow her on Instagram and she's like the sweetest. Um, and I hate that I don't know how to say her name. I'll have to work on that. Um, but it's about a little boy who moves from his lush green home in Puerto Rico. He moves to the concrete city of New York City. And he does not like it at all. But his friend Ava... Um, welcomes him and teaches them how to see the magic of the city and they become really close friends. Oh, I love that. I was actually just looking at that one the other day and adding it to my list. So I can't wait. It's really good. 
Another one is um actually it has a little girl named Ava, or at least I pronounce this one Ava, but the little girl and a new kind of wild is a little black girl and her name is the author pronounces it Ava, but it's funny. Um Saturday is a great book for right now because it's a story about a mom and a daughter. And Saturday is their only day together because mom works six days a week. And every Saturday they plan out something um, to do and um, everything keeps getting canceled. So they have this great day and everything keeps getting canceled. And at the end, the puppet show they're looking forward to, they left the tickets at home and they can't go. And so they have to ride the bus back home to their apartment and they end up making sock puppets and it ends up being fine, but it was a really, it's a really good book to show like disappointing things happen. And in the story, there there are four disappointing events and the first three events, the mom like models how to take a deep breath and good soothing self-talk. And then once the mom realizes that they left the tickets on the table, she's just like, had it. She's like, I'm, <laughs> I can't We've do all this. been there, right? I can't right. do this one more time. <laughs> she's like, can't do it. And then the little girl models it back to her. She says, mom, take a deep breath. You know, she does that modeling back to her, which is really good for the social and emotional learning that kids really need. And We've we all too. had a lot of things canceled lately. So that's a really good one. Um, another book that has um, Chinese characters are Amy Wu and the Perfect Bow. I love this book. It's a book about, it also has an element of like learning for kids too. She's trying to make the perfect bow and bow is a dumpling and her hands are too big to her hands are too small. And so she's just so frustrated that Everyone can make perfect bow, but she cannot make perfect bow. And then she advocates for herself. She's like, hi, you know, can you help me? And so once she advocates for herself and asks for help, her uh, grandmother decides to cut the, the dough into smaller pieces for her hands. And then she succeeds. And so um, what a good lesson. Like, yes, things are frustrating, but you have to advocate for yourself. I cannot help you if I don't know how to help you. <laughs> um, and then you're also exposed to like a different culture and a different food. Um, and it's a family gathering together all day, making this really special food. And my guess is that a lot of families gather all day at certain times of the year, making special food, whether it's tamales or whether it's um, a turkey dinner, you know, whatever it is. We're all we might be making something different we have that shared experience. I love that. One of my favorite books is What Riley Wore. And this book is really good for gender inclusivity. So in this book, Riley is never named, their gender is never named. Um, And I actually taught my children how to use the pronoun they with this book because every time Riley is mentioned, the their name is used. And so there's not really a he or she in the book. And so when we're referring to Riley, we're like, well, we don't know if Riley, what Riley prefers. So we can just use they. And so it's practice for me. It's like, it's an, that's another way. It's nice for me to practice with pronouns at home, practice these things. And then when I 
am interacting with all the different types of people, I can, you know, have had a little practice to be more respectful. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Riley um, likes to wear all sorts of clothing. Riley likes to wear uh, like a dinosaur hat, rainbow boot, uh, rain boots. Um, Riley wears a dress. And so each day Riley wears a, a bunny head like a costume head he's um they are shy and they go and just out in the community and do different things and wear different types of stuff and then in the end riley goes to the playground and uh another child asks riley are you a boy or a girl and they respond with um let's be friends but Riley never proclaims either gender. And so um, kind of the message is, does it really matter? Like you didn't get an answer and did it matter? It didn't really matter in the story. And, you know, and so I think that's such a, a good way to see multiple, uh, just lots of different expressions of way kids can dress, practice, like not having an answer. Are you a boy or a girl? Practice, maybe we don't ask people that. Practice saying, using people's names when you don't know. Like, if you don't know, then just say their name or say they. And then, um, and then also teaching them that whatever expression that they're going to come into is fine because we learned about Riley. So, you know, they may be a Riley and you're certainly going to see Riley's. So, um, I love this one. It's a really good kid-friendly book to kind of start to learn about the fluidity of gender and all that sort of stuff that you're going to encounter at some point. I love that. I am so excited. I'm actually going to put all five of these on hold at the library after this because I've actually never read any of them. So, <gasps> Oh, you're perfect. in for a treat. I'm so, so excited. Good. The library, use your library. And if you if your library does not have these books, there's always like some, some way on the library site to request a book. So you can request that they buy the book, which is really important that not only your family can read it, but other families in your community can read it too. I love that. That's such a great point. that's it for now. Thank you for tuning in and listening to this episode of the Brave and Purposeful Women podcast. You can find the show notes for all podcast episodes over at alexanderyoung.co slash podcast, along with all the resources and links that we mentioned. If you enjoyed today's show, be sure to tell someone by sharing the episode and taking a moment to rate and review the show in the app store. We really appreciate it. Live your life well this week, friends. We'll chat soon.